Good morning and welcome to a brand new week. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we want to thank you for the day that you've given us and the beautiful time we get to learn from your word. Send your Holy Spirit to help us to learn. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I want to apologize if my speech is a little bit slurred. I'm still, uh, my mouth is still a little bit tender, but we'll try and get through this. When infatuation is deaf to counsel, two persons become acquainted. They're infatuated with each other and their whole attention is absorbed. Reason is blinded and judgment is overthrown. They will not submit to any advice or control, but insist on having their own way regardless of consequences. Like some epidemic or contagion that must run its course is the infatuation that possesses them, and there seems to be no such thing as putting a stop to it. Perhaps there are those around them who realize that. Should the parties interested be united in marriage, it could only (laughs) result in lifelong unhappiness. But entreaties and exhortations are given in vain. Perhaps, by such a union, the usefulness of one whom God would bless in his service will be crippled and destroyed. But reasoning and persuasion are are alike unheeded. All that can be said for men and women of experience provides ineffectual. It is powerless to change the decision to which these, their desires have led them. They lose interest in the prayer meeting and in everything that pertains to religion. They are wholly infatuated with each other and the duties of life are neglected as if they were matters of little concern. Hmm. So you've got two paragraphs here that's talking about the dangers of infatuation. So my question to you is, how do you know? Yes, to you. (laughs) How do you know that you're infatuated with somebody or you truly are truly in love with them? Well, what I said before was I really liked your your dad's 90-day rule. That gave us plenty of time to get to know each other and um, find find flaws in each other, because like what you were saying, you can't um, if you're not seeing the flaws in the other person that you're you have an interest in, then you've been blinded by the infatuation. Right, and and so with what Rachel's referring to is my I just dad's stole all everything that you said. <laughs> Um, with my dad's 90 day rule thing, basically the idea is no commitment, no, um, Hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend for 90 days or for three months. You basically hang out with the person, you know, just like strictly getting to know them. Just strict. Yeah, exactly. You're getting to know the person on a non-committal basis. And like Rachel said, you look for those flaws. Yeah. You look for the, the red flags. You talk to people. And that's the other one. If you can go to a trusted person in your family or in your circle and say, hey, what do you think of this person? And they can give you, say, some uh, uh, some warning that they see. Well, this person, you know, they don't look like they're too spiritual or they don't seem to have the, their, their walk with God quite, quite on cue. You and and you start defending them and going, no, you're wrong, blah 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 blah. You 
you're infatuated. Maybe, yeah, maybe you've been blinded. You're blinded. But if you can actually see that what that person is saying is true and go, yeah, you're right, then you are. Tr- then you're not infatuated and you're actually looking at it from an open point of view. Yeah. I think also like when you go to um, trusted people in your life, like my best friend lives in Portland, Oregon, and I think our own personal sixth sense about people is also really important. Like I told her, like before we actually started talking when I was just saying hi and avoiding you, I told her, oh, I met this really nice guy at church. Like, he's really cute, whatever. And a few months later when I said, oh, yeah, I've been hanging out with this this guy, she, she had told me, oh, the church, the guy from church? I really I have a really good feeling about about him. Whenever you were talking uh, talking about him, I got a really good feeling and something just feels right and you sound so happy and like or I I wasn't telling her any like red flags either cuz I mean But also and and yeah. as a, just as a side note, I've never met. Yeah, Ka- you or Kaylin's never met me. Yeah. Um but I I mean the thing is that's good is is how you but the thing is, is with feelings is feelings can be manipulated. If you're infatuated with somebody, everything's going to feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I made the comment to you last night. Um, I uh, uh, Rachel went to a baby shower last night. And I had to, it was at the church. We both mm-hmm. went to the church. I had to help out set up a sound system for uh, the social that was happening that night. And then when I was, when I was done, I went and hung out with my Brian, my buddy, Brian, or Ryan, Ryan. excuse me. We went out to eat (laughs) and even though Rachel and I were separated, obviously I missed Rachel, but it wasn't like, I have to be with you. I can't, I have to be by your side. I have to be holding your hand. I've got to be touching you. I've got to be within physical contact. Yeah, I think that's part of having a healthy relationship is like, I know we talked about it months ago now, but having, um, being strong independently, that includes being able to be confident knowing, okay, my fiance is at Applebee's eating some appetizers without me. I trust that he's not getting into trouble. I, I know that we're secure in our relationship. I'm going to have fun where I'm at, and I know he's having a good time, and I'll meet back up with him in a couple hours. But it's not so much like that. I've known some people who've been in relationships, and they've got to be sitting there on their phone, texting yeah. the person if well, they're no, away from them. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were able... Like, I, I texted you a couple times, but it wasn't like we were texting each other back and forth. Non-stop. Non-stop for two and a half, three hours. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is that, yeah the trust that you have in your in your significant other mm-hmm. your husband your wife or whatever the trust that you have them that if they are away from you you know they're not going to be doing something they shouldn't against, be doing against right, our relationship against your against the relationship but the biggest thing is is <clears throat> excuse me thank you is the um that willingness to listen to somebody criticize your significant other and not get upset. I mean, if somebody criticizes you, I get annoyed, not because 
I'm infatuated with you, but because I respect you and I love you, mm-hmm. excuse me, Ow. and I don't like people talking disrespectfully about you. Have people been talking disrespectfully about No, me? people know better than to talk disrespectfully about you to me. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that, and I'm not meaning disrespectfully, I'm meaning, you know, if somebody says, well, you know, that person, they, whatever, um, that whole thing of infatuation if you can't take criticism about the person or see the red flags or hear red flags about your, the person without getting upset, then you're infatuated. Yeah. If you get upset, you're infatuated. And like you said, that, that, and that's the biggest thing. I think that was one of the greatest helps in our, in our relationship was that 90, 90 day uh, uh, rule. Mm-hmm. And my sister, my little sister did the same thing. She did a 90 day rule with a guy and close to the end of the 90 days, she found out that he was going out with somebody else. Yeah. You know, and then she found her love of her life. Mm-hmm. They, they did the 90 days and they've been married now for oh, five. five years, five, six years. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's a really, really good principle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We Let's pray. pray. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you for your guidance with being able to understand the pitfalls that there are in relationships and in marriage. Lord, you want us to be happy in our marriage and you want us to be a powerful tool for you in your toolbox. And you have given us the principles that we need to follow so that we can be powerful and strong in you. We thank you for that. We thank you for today, the chance we have to work for you and be a blessing to others. We ask that you give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today. Guide and direct us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.